You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Happy Monday. And we have a special guest joining us today, Katrina. Hello. Hello, good morning. Yes. She's uh, <laughs> joining us for our festivities today because we have an interesting topic, as you well know, looking at the icon art and seeing what the headline is. we we'll are be talking about video game movies, you know, because mm. they're... Uh, it's, it's something that I think we've just always briefly touched on in this episode, but we're going to go a little or in grumbled depth. about or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going we're gonna to talk in great detail about it a little later on. But right now, uh, we're going we're gonna to ask the, the simple question of uh, what have you been playing? So yeah. uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Katrina, well, what, what, since, since yeah. you're, you're joining us, you're a guest, what have you been playing, if anything? <laughs> Well, I have been playing Kingdom Hearts, the newest one, three. So Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> I had to remember because there's so freaking many of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's one, at least one, two, and three, and then all these side spinoff games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So uh, how's that going? It's actually a lot better than... I guess I went into it, I was excited about it, but I was also kind of worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only had one complaint so far, which is part of the combat. And it's basically the, um, in the old ones, you could lock on to your enemies and just attack that certain enemy. Well, now it has the lock on feature, but it jumps from enemy to enemy. So Mm -hmm. you can be attacking one and then you... Uh, get too close to another one or another one gets too close to you and it automatically jumps and locks on to the next one so it kind of messes with your combination attacks and stuff like that but they have made it a lot easier with you get uh, basically special attacks mm-hmm. with your keyblades and you can actually equip more than one keyblade now you can have up to three of them at once and I've only gotten to like the third world because it's an open world and they're so big and it takes so long. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I do want to try it at some point. I just, the backlog, the backlog. I'm surprised yeah. you haven't because I knew that was one that you had been wanting well, and then clamoring for before they even announced it was going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she got it on her own. And, you know, she'd been wanting to play it. So I was like, hey, well, yeah, you know, you can play that. And oh, still well, got she all got these- it for herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to let her so, play it oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but, you know, there was a game <laughs> that I bought that for works. There was a game that I bought for her that she never did finish. So I've been yeah. playing it. Uh, I haven't played it recently, but, you know, I, Spyro, you know, I did play it. And 
I do want to kind of get back into that mm-hmm. and try to play that. But, you know, I got it for her because she was clamoring for it. And she never played it. You did get it for me. And I love Spyro. But. It's a lot of nostalgia. <laughs> but. But when I was younger, it was so much better than it is now. <laughs> well, I played it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a lot did of you fun. ever play it when you were younger? No, I didn't exactly. Know. Okay. But it feels yeah, like a great game. There's some games that just like you wish you would have left it alone because you know ah that, that that feeling I had as a kid is not the same right now. Yeah, yeah. apparently not. I mean, it's really fun. It just, especially in the first one, there's not a whole lot of storyline. Like I honestly believe it could be one that our four year old could play, hmm. and it not be like you know difficult. Right. Okay. Well, fair enough. Fine. I'm having fun with it. The time that I played it, I had fun with it. I was still money well spent, regardless. Yeah. So, what about you, Lace? What have you been playing? I uh, jumped on the bandwagon this week and started a Plague Tale Innocence. Oh, okay. And you know what? Like, it was one of those that it kind of slid under the radar for me. I remember Mm -hmm. um, a a viewer of mine on my stream had sent me a a brief blip about it a few months back, and I thought it looked interesting, and then didn't think anything more about it. Um, And then it just seemed to kind of sneak in its release date. And I wasn't quite sure about it. Watched a few people play it, and I was like, you know what? This does look like a game I'd really enjoy and dove in. And... I don't think I'm quite halfway through the game yet. I think I just started chapter five or six. So I've I've gotten a good meaty portion of it in. And it's really good. It's really good. Like I've been hearing a lot of great reviews about it. Um, I don't know that I am uh, calling it game of the year, which is a lot of terms that I've been hearing, you know, getting thrown out. Well, people throw that around so much now. It's, I hate that. (sighs) But it's, I mean, I don't want to knock it, though, because it is really good. The, mm-hmm. the writing is very strong. The mechanics play really well. Um, I, it, the world that they've created is it's just a gorgeous-looking game, too. And mm-hmm. it's mostly stealth-based, or at least that's the way it wants you to play. You're, uh, you're, you play Amicia, who's a younger teenager, um, and the, the premise is that you have a younger brother named Hugo, um, which in the beginning, you don't really know what the deal is with him, except he's been sick and they've kept him pretty much locked up in a room. I hate to say locked up because they have been mistreating this kid, but yeah. he has some sort of illness that that they felt the need to keep him secluded in a room for, I think, the beginning of the same, about five or four or five years. So Abicia doesn't even really know her younger brother that well because they've just not had any interaction together and and pretty much the only one that would be there would be his doctor and then the inquisition comes and you're of royal blood and everyone dies except for you and your younger brother and the last thing your mom says is hey go take care of your brother and so at first it's going to sound like crap i'm having to drag this little kid around with me everywhere for the game and I have a little love-hate relationship with having just like a kid protagonist (laughs) that I have to deal with throughout a video game but the way that they wrote it like the 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 interaction between those two it's really quite intriguing because she's still too young to really know what's going on and doesn't really know her brother she just knows she has to protect him for some reason like Mm -hmm. we don't really know what it is because everyone's after him you find out they're they're wanting this kid and you know, he'll throw a fit like a kid will throw. 
and you're like you start to get annoyed at it and she kind of does the same thing where she gets annoyed at her brother also so it's like it's the way that it was written you know like you got these two young kids going through this horrible ordeal where they're trying to run from these people and she's just trying to protect him even though she doesn't really know who he is she just knows she has to and she's still too young to be able to put up with it too and it's just the interaction was it was written very well Mm. it plays very nice Uh, the only weapon that you have is a slingshot and you have the opportunity to like throw pots and then eventually you can start making like fire uh, ammunition to go into the slingshot or anything because light becomes a huge thing in this because all of a sudden you'll find out about an hour in there's just these hordes of rats that just start to come after you and the only thing that will save you from them is a light source. So either you have a torch that you can carry from time to time, or you just got to book it from one light source to the next. Because I tell you what, it gets brutal if those rats <laughs> get a hold of you. They pick you apart. It Ooh, is just boy. hordes and hordes and hordes. It gets a little bit like I was kind of shocked. I wasn't expecting it to be so brutal. Mm-hmm. as it was with how some people were murdered or just watching these hordes of rats go on top of them and just eat them alive. So it's not a horror game, but they have these horror elements to it that just really keep you in suspense. And the music was done really well when things are starting to get tense. I recommend it, man. I really okay. recommend it. It plays well. Um, if you're not a huge stealth fan, this might get a little old to you. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they make it kind of terrifying, though, too, because some of the, the stealth elements, it's really close quarters. Yeah. Like, you've got to try to distract them, and as soon as they turn around, you got to go, and you've got to help Hugo up. So it's just that whole of, like, trying to help him up. He's literally two feet right there. If he turns around, he sees you. They've built that suspense. You're like, freaking go, you know? Like, you're just <laughs> screaming at this little kid, like, just freaking get up there, would you? Oh, my gosh. So I haven't quite finished it. I've heard it's not insanely long. So I would imagine I heard like 16 hours okay. is about what uh, it would top out at for you to finish it. And so that means for me, it'll probably take about 20 to 24 because obviously mm. with me streaming it, I'm stopping. I'm talking. I'm taking breaks and things like that. But uh, right. really, really good. Really, really good. It kind of surprised me how much um, I was going to be into it. I'm so glad. get it. it yeah, I'm glad to hear positive because what I I think Todd had sent me a trailer for it and I I was kind of aware of it but not to that degree and then he's like check this right. game out and it looks it looks like it could be really interesting and I watched it and I was like yeah maybe but in my the back of my head I'm just sitting there thinking this is going to be one of those it's garbage or it plays bad or just something about it it's just going to tear <laughs> it down and I'm so it glad took to hear me watching I'm wrong. some people play it for mm-hmm. me to finally be sold on it. Cause like the idea sounded good. It looked like it was going to be a gorgeous game, but just all in all, I guess it didn't quite hook me until mm-hmm. I, I watched about two or three different streamers and I stopped myself about an hour in cause I didn't want the entire story spoiled for me. But uh, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to stop watching them. I, I, I think I'm sold on this game now. I want to play it myself. I've heard a lot of comparisons to Hellblade. I'm not really sure why. Maybe it was because of just the way that the story was written and and the the emotion that it evokes as you're going through it. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't believe it was the same studios. So I, I, I've heard that tossed around. Um, as far as mechanics and everything go, I, I mean, maybe, kind of, with yeah. the way the, uh, the, the targeting system kind of works. But um, 
or just a really strong female protagonist and written well. Could be. But uh, definitely, I, mean, I, I, I encourage it, man. That's still another game I haven't played is Hellblade. So oh, I'm, my I'm God. Such a great game. I know. Oh, you got to play me. that game. Everybody it is tells so me. good. So, uh, what I've been playing. Yes. <laughs> thank you for all for asking. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm prob I, I'm pretty sure I probably picked up Mortal Kombat at some point and just kind of. I, I hate to say I'm over it because it just came out, but I'm just kind of in this. What am What well, am I going to do? DLC will what? strike your fancy again. Yeah, because I, I think that's where I'm at right now. The DLC's got to come out, and then I'll come back to it and get into it. So I hate that, but. It's just how it is. Um, but I played Overcooked. Like, Katrina oh, yeah. and I actually played it together because <laughs> I wanted so to see. It's fun that way, right? But it's still hard. It's oh, like, yeah. you still feel it like is. you need another person. It's like, God, come on. Four we, is probably ideal, yeah. Yeah, because we did. We we tried coming up with plans. We tried coming up with strategies. It's like, you focus here, I'll focus here. And no matter what, we would always wind up chaotically saying well i've got you're not doing we we just kind of step on each other's toes not meaning to yeah but it would just be you know they're focused here and and something needs to be done i'm not doing anything i guess i'll go do that and i don't know it was just like damn it come on but we got remember the hubs and i got through it but yeah there was a lot of like starting little fights and stuff where I'm like, you were supposed to do the dishes (laughs) and then why are we both on this side i told you to stay by the you know yeah yeah, so well, we got, what, how many <laughs> levels in, maybe? 10, 12? I think so. I know the last level we were on and we stopped <laughs> was because rats started stealing yeah. the freaking food. Oh, and we yeah. didn't realize they were going to. And I set out everything. And then, you know, all of a sudden a rat was running off with it. I was like, what the crap is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can steal it back from the rat. That's what I was kind of wondering. You listen, but, you say I could that out not loud, get to like, them in time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was fun, but frustrating. You know, it was just like, I want to have fun with it. I feel like I could yeah. have fun with it, but it just got like the, there the what was it? The one with the trucks. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. Cooking <laughs> oh, on two you're trucks. driving side by yeah. side. It wasn't yeah. until the ass end that she started throwing yeah, stuff on the floor. I started throwing the food on the floor. It was just floor. like, well, you know, there was a strategy we should have thought about, but I didn't know. You yeah. know, we didn't know. So. I think I and came across that by boat. complete accident by actually trying to set it down on a counter, mm-hmm. but I must not have been close enough to the counter, and then she threw it, and I went, oh, mm-hmm. oh. So, yeah, that's what we started doing, was just tossing at the stuff back and forth, yep. you know. Yeah, so it it was fun, I suppose. Um and then, I feel like the reason I've gotten back into playing this game, because I know I mentioned I was kind of dabbling in it last week. I really got back into Godzilla again, and I really feel like it has something to do with the movie coming up. I'm just, I'm so ready, <laughs> and I just need my fix. I'm just itching for it. So, yeah. I just, I'm playing the game. I'm just like, you know what? I can still platinum this game. It may take forever, but, you know, I come back to it. You know, I come back to it. So, I'm having yeah. fun with that still, you know, just playing around with it. Uh-huh. Um, so there's that. And then I also played, like, I just decided I'm going to play through this, see where I go. What remains of Edith Finch? Oh my yes. God. Oh my this God. game is amazing. Yeah. I, I felt bad that I never bought this game because I would throw money at the developers right now. 
for it. Because I'm sure they won't mind if you want to go back and buy it. Because when it first started, <laughs> you know, I I thought, oh, this is going to be like a walking simulator, and then the story will just kind of play out, and it just kind of be like every other game like it. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. The the twist they put into it, the little things that they add to it for each character story that you get into that's what made me love this game because not everything was the same it's not like you went to someone's story you know because you if you know the purpose of the game is you're this girl named edith finch and she's looking into her family history have you played it by the way i have mm-hmm. okay but for for those who are who haven't you, you go through your family house, you learn about all these, you know, relatives of yours, and they all have some tragic backstory of some kind. But how they're presented, that's what made this so great. Not yeah. each, not, not one story was just, well, this is the same as that person, or it plays the same as this person. Each one, they, they take a twist on it. They, they do something really bizarre and wild with it, and then just, that's their story. And some of them are just so simple. Like there was one, which I won't go into great detail, but all it was was just swinging on a swing. That was that was the entire point of that, that chapter, and that was it. Mm-hmm. That's all you had to do. So I liked it. I, I, I really recommend it. If you've got PlayStation Plus right now, get it for free. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Katrina was sitting there on the phone <laughs> watching when I was playing it because I was just I was just killing time. I thought oh, I'll just I'll I'll kill some time, you know. While she's we're just kind of do. I don't even remember why we were killing while I was trying to kill time, but she was on the phone. I thought yeah, I'll play this game, and she was sitting there when I was I think in the very first chapter, mm-hmm. and then she just <laughs> starts, "What is going on here?" Because I was <laughs> the little girl. She turned. I think she starts as a cat. This slight spoilers, but this is part of the story. But she's she's imagining herself as a cat, and then she turns into a bird or an owl, I think, to be more specific, mm-hmm. and then turns into a, a shark. Yeah, and, and just... that's where I started watching because I just saw this owl on a tree branch eating a freaking rabbit, and then all of a sudden she turns into a shark and starts rolling down a fucking mountain. And I was just like, <laughs> "What the crap is happening?" <laughs> yeah, so... and then my sister was. Totally doing commentary when the uh, octopus came into play. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we won't go into great spoilers or anything like that, but enough that she watched to say, what is going on here? And got into it. Yeah, I I actually got off the phone with my sister so I could continue watching. Yeah. And I played it through from, from, you know, the moment I started to the moment I ended. And it was probably about an hour or two, maybe. It really wasn't that long. So, I mean, it's It's a quick play really long game yeah but it's it's engaging enough that you will sit through the entire game i like i didn't want to put it down i wanted to see where it went and considering it's not an eight hour game or anything like that it's well worth carve out at least two hours vr support now too right does it i think so i don't know if it's on playstation or not but i'm pretty sure that would be amazing vr support oh yeah oh i don't know if i could do that i would do it (laughs) I, I'm curious now. It is. Uh, oh, here we go. Let's see. Oh, maybe not. Oh, I'm trying to think of which no, one I'm that just... I saw the other day that. Uh... Mm. Oh, well. Nah. Disregard. Okay. Fair enough. But still, great game. Recommend it. 
before we get into the news, I wanted to uh, mention a little update to something we talked about last week. Lace, if you recall, we mentioned something about, uh, what was it, controllers for the blind. Yes. Know? And we were just mm-hmm. kind of like, how does that work? I, we didn't know gamers, blind gamers played games, you know? It's not something I was mm-hmm. aware of. Well, our friend Warwick, who, uh, you know... He, I did see that, yeah. He tweeted on our, our Super Mega Crash at Gmail, or, uh, you know, at Super Mega Crash on Twitter. If you want to hit us up, too, you can, mm-hmm. as we always say. But he hit us up on there, and he said he saw a, quote, saw a blind streamer beat Ocarina of Time recently, and there is apparently a new audience growing for sure. So he sent me a link to this kid who was blind playing... Mm-hmm. The legend or the Ocarina of Time. And it's just like, yeah, ow. You know, pretty amazing. I didn't realize yeah, it could be done. Yeah, he did a really nice job. I watched uh, most of that video. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Uh, you know, we, we mm-hmm. the the link, I think, is is there on the Twitter. So go find the tweet. Go go to our Twitter account and find this stuff and, you know, <laughs> link, click stuff. You know, you know how the... Yeah, it was really interesting how the kid had it all set up by, like, sounds and things like that to know which way to go and how he knew how to climb the wall and stuff like that. I mean, shoot, I'm staring at the game and I, I'll get lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was it was really impressive. I need a map. Yeah, I don't sure. know where I'm going ever in games. So thank you for work to uh, yeah, telling us that. That was really cool. Because we were curious. We were, I, I didn't realize... I didn't know. So... Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, let's talk about some news real quick because we got we got a little bit. We don't have a lot. I think we've got more quickets than we do news topics. But hell froze over this uh, last week uh, because Sony and Microsoft announced a partnership that is said to combine their forces in an attempt to develop new cloud-based solutions in Microsoft Azure to support their games and services, as well as exploring collaborations in the field of AI and semiconductors. What does this mean? (laughs) Well, it isn't necessarily gaming-related, as this agreement focuses on a development in technology across all their products, gamings, and anything entertainment-based. So TVs, computers, blah, 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 blah. And plus, Sony, if you didn't know... Sony themselves have actually been doing business with Microsoft in certain areas already. And then there are competing spaces like PlayStation and the Xbox. So this isn't really groundbreaking per se, but it still is really cool that they are teaming up on something that can benefit both the PlayStation and the Xbox, along with other Mm -hmm. things that they have going on in their technology. Their powers combined. (laughs) <laughs> so i think it's i think it's really cool uh, i'd love to see where they go with this you know deal what what they can come up with mm-hmm. so uh yeah we'll see we'll yeah when they announce new keep your eye on it technologies we'll let you know um the next story i have i i felt like like, I almost debated putting this in weird news, but I kind of feel like weird news is where we kind of get jokey and everything like this. And I really don't feel like this is a joke. I, I feel like this okay. is a serious situation. It's rather disturbing. And I would have never guessed this was going on. But it, on some level, it makes sense. There was an article published by Kotaku that revealed 
the process of achieving lifelike gore and brutality found in recent Mortal Kombat games actually gave one of the developers, if not more than the one they spoke to, PTSD. And you may be wondering why or how. Well, according to the dev, research for the developers would include actual crime scene photos with murdered bodies, gruesome, you know, pictures and whatnot that they have to look at and study, Uh, videos of animal slaughter and torture, Um, just stuff like that. You know, wow. to really get I an idea that. and a sense of yeah. how that works to to portray some form of reality to it. And he said eventually he became so desensitized to it all, but then it crept into his sleep. So he started dreaming these extremely violent and graphic images, and that's sure. all he would see. So he went into therapy. He's been trying to cope with it, but he's mentioned that he's had coworkers who have mentioned, you know, their trauma behind it, where they look at their dog and they don't see their dog. They see all the entrails of their dog and just oh, man. what it does, yeah. like how it changes your perception of things. Sure. So it, it was just an interesting article, I, I guess, understanding that process Mm -hmm. and i'll be honest with you if that's the links that these people have to endure to achieve that i'd rather not have the games right because that's not that's not right no no you know that's that's not yeah and and i mean you would almost kind of think that that inevitably would have to happen if you're it's almost like a clockwork orange right you're just stuck in front of the screen being forced to watch this thing you know uh Wow. But I mean, I would even... I would have never even thought about that that would have to be part of the research. Well, I guess I was just kind of under the assumption they would study anatomy like a health class. It's like, here's the human body. If you're going to cut this or stab that, this is what's going to happen. I never thought about crime scene photos or animal slaughter or anything. I just... Why would you do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe... uh... Maybe because the way everything gets splayed out, I guess you're looking at something nefarious. Yeah, I. Ugh. So it ugh. makes me. It really hurts yeah, my heart. I'd for rather them people. not have to go yeah. through that. Yeah, because <clears throat> they they shouldn't have to endure that. So, good luck to you guys out there. I know that's ugh, that's rough. I couldn't do it. Uh, the last little thing I have here is Nintendo presented Super Mario Maker Two to the world in the new Nintendo Direct. They announced new themes, new characters like Luigi, Toadette, and Toad. Uh, Apparently, there's going to be a 3D-style construction for the game. Uh, A story mode, which... Okay. I don't know how you do that for Mario Maker. There will be online multiplayer with co-op and verse options. Cool. Uh, Course World, which will be like an online hub where players can share their creations and earn Maker points when other players like their course. Okay. So, yay! I'm, I know there's there I know there's people out there who are excited for this game. I know Trey. Oh, for sure. Uh, from the tap stream, oh, yeah. he's I know he's excited for it. So, uh, I I've never played it. I don't know if I'd get into it. Yeah. But then again, who knows? It could be one of those things that once I'm actually set in front of it and I could actually do it, I might get into it. I don't know. I really don't. I don't think I would. I'd like to feel I've like I'm enough of them. Yeah. It's just, I'm not the market for it. Sure. 
That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Not everything has to be. No, no, no. All right, let's go through some quickets. So, I don't feel like this is a big shocker. EA reported that Anthem has failed to meet its expectations. I thought we've already discussed that. Well, they've formally <laughs> announced it now. Uh, it's it's not okay. it's failed to meet their expectations. However, on the opposite side of that, EA has stated that it expects Jedi Fallen Order to sell a lot of copies. A lot. Oh, I bet it does expect that to happen. That was an actual quote. (laughs) A lot of copies. They didn't say how many. Just a lot. Just a lot of copies. And the the game's director uh, feels very confident about the quality of the game. It looks good. You know, Battlefront Two looked really good too. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got our hands on it. Just saying. Like I said, I'll just keep my fingers crossed for all you Star Wars fans Mm. out there. Uh, you deserve it man yeah yeah it's a long time coming uh microsoft unveiled minecraft earth which is an ar mobile game in the vein of uh pokemon go oh good lord i read very little about that the other day very little so it's kind of from what i gathered is you can see minecraft the world of minecraft through your phone and the world around you through the ar will become mm-hmm. minecrafty and you can so in other words it's just going to be one more thing that distracts children yeah pretty much and so, i mean at least with well sadly me, at I least saw with enough pokemon, adults walking into traffic trying to catch a pokemon all right right that's what i was gonna say it's more adults with pokemon than it was kids <laughs> well because they don't the, the parents are not going to allow their children to walk out into traffic but they will yeah it's like let me go no. get it it's unsafe for and you if they see hey. where their kids wandering off while they're catching their pokemon <laughs> uh what else i got oh apparently because we were talking about this last week, so I got it confirmed. Apparently, Monster Hunter World Iceborne is does have a $50 price tag to it. It's $50. $50. But I feel like this is why. It is said to be as big as the base game. So it's like getting a sequel. Mm. Okay. So with that, I can be a bit more forgiving. It's not just another... I might have to see it all first well, then. Yeah. But if it's as big as, I mean, if you're getting a world that's just not just another map or another area, then I'd be a little upset. But if this is as big as the entire game itself, right. okay, you you've got me. That you're you're selling me a sequel, essentially, mm-hmm. with all my gear. <clears throat> my question is, with it, is, are I mean, obviously we're going to have new monsters, mm-hmm. but are they going to bring back some of the old monsters? Well, they from- did. They did say that uh, some previous monsters from other games like the Nargakuga mm-hmm. which I think was in I know you told me the Nargakuga. Yeah. I know he was mentioned and then of course there's a few other new monsters but mm-hmm. beyond that I don't know. I'm sure they're going to keep it under wraps for right now to kind of get you enticed. Well, I guess I just feel like mm-hmm. if you're going to basically buy this extra world for it mm-hmm. it better be worth it with monsters. Like oh, don't yeah, just yeah, yeah. give me a few monsters and you know, us blow through it like that, but. Well, I do know that they did say um, you have to be at a certain hunter rank before you get this far. So I'm assuming you have to have beaten the base game and gotten your hunter rank to whatever. 
Well, sure. I guess I need to beat the base game. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, again, don't quote me on this. I feel like I remember reading you had to be at HR 30. Oh, good Lord. I think. Oh, dude. I'm probably like 12 still. I can't remember the last time I picked it back up. But I mean, once I you. I don't once even you, know what I am. Yeah. But once you beat the, <laughs> the base game, your levels go up pretty quick, yeah. you know, for a little while. So you just have to kind of breeze through a few monsters and then. Because I know I was up there a little ways. I know I'm above 30. But again, I could be wrong. I feel like I read that. Like I'm trying to pull that from my memory, but I can't remember. Well, it would make sense if it's like an extension of the game that they're... Because, I mean, you'll have the people that are higher rank that, that'll want a challenge. That'll need a challenge. Sure. Why yeah. am I spending money mm-hmm. on this game if I can just blow through it like the, the earlier levels? So that would make sense. It's like an MMO. Yeah. When they add levels and level, they raise the level cap. You probably can't do that new stuff until you've already reached max level in the game anyway. So, I mean, there's a lot in the game like that anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'll plop down the money for it, maybe at some point. Cause I mean, I would like to go back and play it. I mean, it was fun, but I just kind of got to get back in the rhythm of it, you know? The rhythm of the night. Well, good. You can get back in the rhythm of it by helping me. Beat it. Well, you got to tell me when you want to play. I know. You never want to play games with me anymore. Oh, Gosh. You shut up. <laughs> uh, Cap- While we're talking about Capcom, they expressed interest in a sequel to DMC, The Devil May Cry, which didn't didn't we just... The five... Apparently, the other game, Not The so. DMC, which everyone was considering Devil May Cry 4, which it's not... Is an alternate reality? I'm so confused because we just had five, <laughs> and then that guy was in it. But then they're saying, "No, but no, but we want a sequel to that one." But you just did five. I don't know. My head's hurting. They just want to make I, money. I don't know. It's an in the between game. That stuff that happened between four and five. Uh, sure, <laughs> that's what you want to say. So a filler sound. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Epics or the Epic Game Store is running a sale from now until June 13th, featuring discounts up to 75% off. Plus, Epic yes. is taking an additional $10 off any game purchase of $14.99 and up. Now, I know it sounds like we're promoting something here, but there we're not no sponsors or anything like that. It's just. You know, everybody's been... This is the first time they've done a sale yeah, like this, this right? A, like, I mean, Steam does them. Yeah, so this the is the very first Epic Games sale. And, you know, sounds like pretty good deals. In fact, you got suckered into one. Not saying you got suckered. I but did. You... Everyone's going to at me on Twitter now. I just know it. But yes, <laughs> I wanted John Wick Hex. They had it on the on the sale for the pre-order, so I bought it for $7.99. See, look at that. Brand new game. It's not even out yet, and she got it for $7.99. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah, there was some uh, games uh, pulling away from that sale, though, I started to read later on. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Of, uh, uh, you know, it seems like some of them, I think it was like for pre-order titles, mostly oh. like Vampire, The Masquerade, uh, the, the second one. Mm-hmm. I think some people got in on it on like the first day, but then they pulled it. So if you already bought it at that sale, Epic said they're going to honor it, mm-hmm. but I should have, yeah. but I didn't see it on there because I didn't really shop that hard, you know, <laughs> on there. <laughs> so I'm like, I still try to be responsible, but yeah, it seemed like a, a few of them, um, 
looks like some larger publishers just kind of pulled out of that sale. If- now they're supposed to go back on the store mm-hmm. or whatever, but I guess some players was like, hey, let me go check this one out. And then it said error code 404. And we're like, what? where'd the game go? Yeah. <laughs> But so I mean, I would imagine it wasn't pulled forever. It's just maybe certain publishers were like, ah, we don't want to sell our game for $5, you know? Yeah. Right I mean, for, for a brand yeah. new game, that's understandable. I mean, you're lucky you even got that one because, you know, pre-order. I wouldn't have imagined they were would be in on the sale. So I get it. Right. I get it. They just pretty much blanketed it across, I think, the whole thing. And I, and I know there was some grumbling, too, because, like, when you start doing different prices in different countries because mm. maybe here in the states it's 14.99 but then for you somewhere else it actually boils down to 14.89 and it's not eligible you know yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like well the way the currency works across the uh, across the board so i don't know how that works with uh other countries or whatever but yeah so i guess if some of them you were looking forward to getting in on that pre-order thing if you were one of the lucky ones to get it on day one gg mm-hmm uh, everyone else has to pay full price, which I don't. I don't grumble nah, about. It's fine. I mean, whatever. Uh, while speaking of Epic, release dates for two of the hotly anticipated Quantic Dream titles dropped, with yes. Heavy Rain releasing on June twenty fourth, and Beyond Two Souls on July twenty second. Both priced at nineteen ninety nine. And it is said that Detroit Become Human will release sometime in the fall for thirty nine ninety nine. So there you go. If you were looking I forward to the those. one was ten dollars because I did just kind of look. I thought, or was that not part of the sale? I could have sworn like the um, heavy rain was nine ninety nine or something with the sale going on. Mm, could have been. Mm, you have to go back and look. Because of course I went and I, I peeked because I didn't want to do it. I was like, I can't sit here and just buy all. No, the don't don't do that. You get sucked <laughs> like into I, the void. I wanted to, because like after party was one where I was like, ooh, I should get it now. It'll only be ten bucks, you know. And then I just like talked myself out of it because I could have sat there forever. Mm. Yeah, it looks like the sales nut. Yeah, okay, never mind. You're right. Also, while we're maybe it was that day. Yeah. Also, while we're talking about Epic, uh, the crowdfunded indie game, the what is it, the Outer Wilds or Outer Wilds? Ah. Uh. Uh, has cut a time... <laughs> Not to be confused with Outer Worlds. Yes. Yeah. I think that's where, I, when I looked at it, I was like, Outer Worlds? Yeah, I got confused. But I hey, had to do a double take. You know too. what? It's the same problem there, too. But we'll get into that. We won't get into that. Anyway, mm-hmm. the Outer Wilds has cut a timed exclusivity deal with the Epic Store, despite having offered the game on PC via Steam during their Kickstarter campaign. So that's kind of a, well. It's not a Kickstarter I, campaign. They had they went through some crowdfunded campaign. It, it was crowdfunded, yeah. yes. With the and 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 to my digging, it it, it would appear that I, I feel like with a lot of them, like they always say, in a Steam key will be provided. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just your natural verbiage because that's where you always went for your games. Sure, you know. Um, but I feel like when you crowdfund it, you can't limit people to where they get it. Or at least the ones that crowdfunded. I don't know. But there should be know. an offer. Like they do. I mean, like when I got, when I jumped into, uh, what was it? Friday the 13th. When that was in crowdfunding, when it was on Kickstarter. Yeah. They gave you the option. It was like, if you buy the game, this is where you can get the platform. If you take a look at, um, oh, why is my brain going stupid? Evergate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's PC only. But, I mean, 
They tell you that. For now. Yeah. They tell you that. Yeah. I mean, they want to get on platforms, but that's where they are. So. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you offered Steam, you should be giving Steam, you know. Yeah. If Epic was not there, I feel like this is kind of a, it's a metal well, finger. Well, I mean, I feel like the game was probably before this whole thing. Because Epic's not been around with their store for quite a year yet, right? No. Like, it's. It's not a few been a year. At best, yeah. four or five. So, yeah, I feel like that's kind of shady. Like, even if you started the sale on Steam and then pulled it from that, like, just sit in your bed. Mm. You know, like this is how it is now. Yeah, I don't, but, I'm not. And and I just wanted to correct that it is ten dollars right now with the Epic Sale oh. for Heavy Rain and well, Two Souls. There you go. Pre-purchase nineteen ninety nine, but with the Epic discount, you can get it for ten. Go get it now. Go get it now. I like Quantic Dream, so mm-hmm. I want you to buy the game. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, the more and more this this exclusivity stuff continues to happen, it's really starting to get, I don't know. I don't want to think it's shady business, but it's really starting to look like that. Like, I understand the entice, how it's enticing. It is, yeah. But it's just interesting to me, like, if you remember, we were talking about the Epic Store before it became a thing, right? When they were announcing that it was coming out and what the shares were going to be per, you know, what Epic takes, what the developers get to take. And we were asking indie devs. Mm-hmm. I remember asking them what they thought about it, you know. And they seemed to be the only ones, and granted, the small focus group of people, you know, that, that we were talking to was more nay at this time. Yeah. But we're seeing triple A taking huge advantage of it, mm-hmm. which is what was interesting to me. Yeah. Because like they're making their money regardless. So if it if it comes back to the players, all right. If you want to sell it for ten bucks less or something like that. But yeah, it's really weird. It's really yeah. weird. Because you know they're just throwing money at these companies oh, so they sure. can get the exclusivity for a while. And eventually I feel like that well's gonna run dry. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know? We'll we'll continue to watch and see what else because I, I feel like at one point something's gonna come through. Something's gonna blow up and it's gonna expose everything. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um I, yeah. The devs for Rage Two said that they want to start Rage Three ASAP. Kind of seems, I mean, the game. Has it done that well? I mean, I know people are excited for I've it. I've heard nothing but kind of bad reviews. <laughs> oh, so yeah? maybe like, we got to scrub it now. Just, just go ahead and make the third one and it'll be better and people forget this one. So. It, it wasn't a game that was marketed for me, for sure. No. I'm not like a huge where shooting is the only element in the game that keeps my interest. I know some people, they were like, yeah, it's fun, but eh, then they already needed a break after a couple hours. Mm. They're like, yeah, I don't feel like playing this anymore for right now. So I, I I guess it's one of those in small doses that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just it's not a game for me. Nothing about it screamed, oh, I got to play this. I was just like, eh. It looks great. Yeah. but I'll give it that. Uh, but most games do nowadays, so it's just kind of, eh. yeah. What does that mean anymore? Uh, the I always try to look at the positive. I know, I, I know. The developers for Dying Light 2 said that the game features several, this is a quote, several games worth of content. So how do you interpret okay. that exactly? So long? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> kind of what I gathered. Uh, the developers behind Wolfenstein, or the Wolfenstein reboot, 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 
I'm struggling with that word. They expressed interest in rebooting another game, Quake. Does anybody remember Quake? I do. Nope. Very vaguely, because I never played it, but I know the game. Yeah. I felt like it was when Doom was, was popular and we had what Doom was, and then Quake comes around and is like, look at the 3D graphics. Look at it. Oh, And that was its, its hook. And then, of course, they mm-hmm. had, I don't know if anyone remembers this or not, but the music for the original Quake was uh, composed by Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. And if you actually oh, looked, I actually didn't know that. if you looked at some of the weapons, like the uh, there was a nail gun in the game, and if you looked at the box mm-hmm. that was the ammo for the nail guns, it said NIN on it, like had their logo, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, nice! So, this is a little trivia for you that. if you didn't know. Yeah. But I remember being amazed by it at the time because, again, 3D graphics, having seen what Doom was at the time. But I couldn't tell you anything about the game. <laughs> like, I don't nope. remember. Uh, Doom, you remember, because it's like demons in space. Cool. Uh-huh. What is Quake? Yeah. I don't really remember. I don't, yeah, I don't know remember. Either. I just, I remember things about it, and that's about it. It was cool at the time, but. Eh. Uh, what else I got? Ubisoft is apparently working on three, count them, three unannounced games. Does anyone want to take a guess oh, as to what these unannounced games are? Well, one of them's got to be Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. Of some sort. I assume. A variation. Assassin's Creed, another Far Cry game, and then maybe some rabid shite or something. Rabid shite? <laughs> <laughs> Since, I don't know. I mean, what else do they have? It's always Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry, and some rabid's game. Oh, they did the, of course, the division oh, just recently. Oh, I know what you're saying now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Or something else. Uh, I mean, it could be another Just Dance. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they shove those out every year, too. Okay, there you go. Just Dance. I'm sorry. Now it's VR Just Dance, maybe. I don't know. Just, that would be no, cool. Just Dance Rabbids Edition. They haven't done that. There you go. There you and go. we can just combine <laughs> two no, things. I would play that. Yeah. I, I just that. you have to dance like the rabbit, okay? So there's no good real Lord. good dancing. You have to just throw your arms around and go. Blah, blah, blah. That would be hilarious. And good times will be had by all. Yeah. It's for the players who can't dance. <laughs> so most of them. Yeah. So it makes you feel better about a, yourself. Maybe it'll be just dance Fortnite edition. Oh yeah. And then everyone can sue each other. That's right. I love it. <laughs> It'll be Epic's <laughs> turn to sue. You stole my dance. That's a mini game. The lawsuit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, one thing that Ubisoft uh, apparently is not working on is uh, Skull and Bones, which was a game that they announced several years ago because it's been delayed again. Yeah. So. I feel like it's just been, I keep forgetting about it now yeah. at this point. I mean, it's a, what was it? Uh, see Kind of compared to Sea of Thieves because Microsoft well, did that. They were announced about the same yeah. time. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, pirates. And it's like, oh, pirates. But mm-hmm. Skull and Bones always kind of caught my eye a little bit more than Sea of Thieves. But Well, it looked like a more realistic version of it because wasn't it based around like the black flag? Yeah, something like that. You know, pirate version of the game or whatever. So it looked real slick. But yeah, I just I totally forgot about it. Well, it's been delayed again. So you're going to forget about it even more. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, Again, this is why I say stop talking about your games today early, man. 
Hey, I don't know if you heard this or yeah. not, but your future ex-husband, uh, Bruce Campbell, said that there's a new Evil Dead game coming soon. I, how did I miss I this? I don't know. But he's, Where am I living anymore? I know, but he said this. I'm sorry I failed you, Bruce. <laughs> he said it. I don't know what he means by it. He just said that there's a new Evil Dead game coming soon. Well, as you already know, if it's Bruce Campbell approved, I'll throw my freaking money at it. But I'm sure, I'm sure, I don't know I how. I support you, ex-husband. <laughs> I'm sure he pointed out as well that he's not going to be in the game. There's no Ash Williams because, you know, he's done. He's done with that. But there will be a game of some sort. Riot. I feel like it should be a VR riot. game. That's just me. That would be cool. I think so. Ooh, from I, like from like the Deadites perspective. Yeah, I want to do that. You get to Lord, be the Deadite. Yeah, oh hell yeah! I would. Get I'd probably so get sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> I could only play it in small doses until my VR legs came mm-hmm. in, but um, hey. it'd still be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of VR games, uh, there's a or the AMC's The Walking Dead announced a. VR yes. game coming soon. Uh, I did see that. I guess that would be cool, maybe. It's AMC's yeah, The Walking Dead. That's why I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> Well, they have to because there's so many different people who own a different version of it. So I think that's why I'm just kind of yeah. like, eh, because it's their version. That's and why it was Overkill's Walking Dead. They, AMC's Walking Dead. But if you recall, AMC's The Walking Dead did the, what was it, that Merle and Did they do Darryl. that one? Yeah, because uh, those are their yeah. characters. They did that game. And oh, that was, that's true. That was, was terrible. terrible. Yeah. So, I don't have a lot of faith in it. <laughs> but hey, it's it could be. I'm sure. You know what? Todd, Todd's out there right now, going, "I cannot wait." Of course. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Um, and then that's when we say it's not coming to PlayStation. Bye. <laughs> and he's like, "You shut your mouth." Okay. I would almost buy it despite him then. Be like, look what I get to play today as a slide on my Rift headset. <laughs> and then it's terrible. And you'd be like, why did I do this to myself? Right. I'd be like, just to play a joke on Todd, this was awful. Uh, Netflix is heading to E3 this year to yes. have some game announcements. Like Stranger well, Things. Well, I mean, they've been doing the interactive Ooh. series stuff, so... Yeah. I, I am a little curious. Uh, have you? Have you? If they're gonna, did you do the the? What was it? The Bandersnatch? Did you do that? I did. What did I did? What did you think of it? Because I, I haven't. I thought we it haven't was done very it. well no, done. We I thought it was very well okay. done. Um, and and if you're not a flan, uh, a flan, <laughs> a fan of <laughs> Black Mirror, which is what it's based off of, mm. um, I don't think that is a hindrance, really, because like I had seen some episodes of Black Mirror, and if you're not familiar with Black Mirror, they're really all just like standalone kind of sci-fi e kind of episodes, kind of like the Twilight mm. Zone. Like you don't have to watch them consecutively. It's like here's an episode, here's an episode, so on and so forth. So this is in that same vein. Um, I thought the writing was well done. They got phenomenal actors for it. Um, and there's a nice little nod at the end towards Netflix and the gaming thing. If you choose the right decision at the end, that uh, very, very well done. That's okay. like, it's not quite flows with the way the rest of the story went, but the way that they incorporated it in was freaking hilarious. And I recommend it. And I like how they did it too. Cause if you're like me, you want to see all the different decisions. You want to see all the different videos that were filmed with it. They make it very easy. Cause once you've gone through it once, 
it'll tell you, do you want to just go back to here? Mm -hmm. Which is where if you made a different decision, things will go different. So you don't have to sit there and play the entire thing again. Gotcha. I recommend That's it. Okay. Even if you're not a gamer, I think the story was was really good. Well, a lot of fun. Black, very, very weird. Black Mirror is something that we have yet to jump on the bandwagon for. I, I, and I've heard a lot of people talk it's about fine. it. And it's, I do want to check it out. I just, we've not gotten there, <laughs> you know. There's some good episodes and there's some that aren't. So, mm. you know, it's like with anything. Like I said, they're all standalone. So just read a description. Which one sounds interesting to you? Start there. Okay. You're not, you don't need anything to lead you up. Sure. You know. Uh, the last thing I have is that it is in production. The brand new Mortal Kombat reboot, I guess it is, uh, is beginning production this year in Australia with a 2021 release date set. Movie? Yep. A brand new movie. With, <laughs> I think James Wan is producing, so it's got a little pedigree behind it. Okay. Because he did, you know, Aquaman and Saw and... Okay. All those things. Oh. Did you, just because you said that, just as a side, did you see where Chris Rock is wanting to reboot the sauce? Yeah, we did. Uh, it's just... Yes. What is that about? <laughs> I, I it's don't about know. money. I, what I else mean, would it be about? But I mean... Of I, I guess all he fa- pitched a decent enough idea. I, I mean, I'd be interested to see. I don't but, know. Like, I gave up on the Saw series after the second one. I think I watched the first one, terrified me. Second one was okay. Third one, I stopped halfway through and didn't even finish. I mean, I went... So I have no idea what happened after that. <laughs> I went through them all, but it wasn't a situation of like, I have to see the Saw movie right now. It was like, when the first one came out, I was curious. Then I, I had to jump onto the second one. Third one, same. Uh, I feel like we may have gone to see the fourth one in theaters. Maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. Yeah, I was. I know. I I, I went. I don't to think see I saw any in of theaters. them in the theater. Maybe it was. I don't think I, don't I remember. Maybe the second one I did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like those are the type of movies I wait till I get home. Did we see uh, no, it would no. have not been me. I've okay. never seen any of the Saw movies. Well, I, I feel like I saw a <laughs> Saw movie in theaters. At least one of them. Okay. And then from there, I just kind of. Like if it was accessible, I would be like, "All right, I'll, I'll watch this." I'm 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 still kind of invested in these characters, or sort of. I see where this goes, and I eventually watched them all. The only one I haven't seen was the newest one, Jigsaw, which you know yeah. they said that they were done, and then were like, "No, we've got one more," and it's like, "You just said this was the final chapter, you ass." This is <sighs> point being. Who in, I'm telling you, who would have? I don't know. I just feel like once it goes on for too long, like I just, I, I, I don't know. Well, the maybe I just didn't care for the female lead the way it was going by the third one or whatever. I don't know. I think, I think what what bugs me the most about the story at hand is, at what point do you connect Chris Rock and Saul? Like, at, I mean, where does I'm that just connection? Envisioning it that he had an idea for the movies and probably pitched it to the powers that be. And they liked his idea I mean, with it, how to, whatever it is, yeah. redoing it, rebooting it, reimagining it, retelling it, whatever this iteration is going to be. I don't know if it's 100% confirmed though, but I feel like a lot of people are reporting it as it is mm. confirmed. If I could do a good, so I don't know if I could do a good Chris rock impression, I would do the pitch right now, but I don't feel like I could do it justice. So I'm going to move on. <laughs> To truth or I mean, we'll just wait yeah. and see. I'm going to move on to truth or trash now. All right. I actually have um, seven 
Seven bits. Oh wow! Yeah. So this is a this is a a rumory week, Katrina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just making sure you're paying attention over <laughs> I'm there. I'm paying attention. All right. So first one. Payday servers for the game Payday. The servers will shut down this year. For the original or the second one? Just said Payday. It didn't say two. So I'm just assuming the first. Well, I thought that was already gone. To be fair, but could be could be all together. <laughs> uh, then I'm gonna say truth because I didn't know anyone was still playing the first one anymore. So if it was still hanging on, then it would make sense. I don't even know if I've ever heard of this. <laughs> you never heard of Payday? Apparently not, because it's not ringing a bell. Okay, we'll just say truth or trash. <laughs> uh, I'll say truth because I have absolutely no input on it whatsoever. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, the next thing I have is Anthem will soon be free to play. <laughs> I'm like debating this in my head. <laughs> I don't know enough about how like the game itself plays to know like. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say true because they might be losing enough money that they feel like if they get you in for free, they can charge you the microtransactions and make up for it. All the people that were returning the game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all you got to say is truth or trash. Just two words. Well, then I'm going to go the other way and say trash. All right. Fine. Fair enough. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say, it's EA. They'll, they'll, they'll figure out a yeah. way to get that. Well, maybe, maybe the next uh, five you'll have okay. you know input because you maybe. should know some of these things or at least know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, the next thing is Melina, Katana's sister in Mortal Kombat, will be released as a DLC character. Was was she on the same list as Bruce Campbell? No, she was not. Yeah. I mean, I always get these wrong because I don't really know any of these Mortal Kombat characters anyway. No, that's fair. I mean, she. Do we like her? Well, there's. Like, was she a big she, deal? She back was in the day? referenced. <laughs> this the reason this is kind of getting brought up. Uh, she was referenced in the game. Uh, apparently, spoilers if you don't want to know. But I think she was kind of. This might have been touched on in ten anyway. She was supposedly killed, and of course that pissed oh. everybody off. And like, I love Melina. Bring her back. So, so she was in 10? She was in 10. I'm going to say um, truth. Okay. Sure, truth. Okay. That's only I'm, because I'm sure I've watched wrong. you play the new Mortal Kombat and I know how the storyline is, so okay. that's what I'm basing it off of. I just I feel like <laughs> That's fair. Ooh, I feel like I got a sneeze coming on. That's what I feel like. Look in the light. <laughs> it's gone. All right. You say that helps. I don't know why. Next thing. <laughs> Rockstar will announce Bully 2 and GTA 6 at E3. Trash. Hmm. What are you thinking? Well, I know... Grand Theft Auto is, you know, yeah, it's popular. Mm-hmm. I don't really see the bully, but bully's pretty. Popular. Oh, people have been wanting I mean, a bully too. It is too popular, for a long time. but I guess I would like to see how and the supposedly they've been casting for it. So, mm-hmm. 
So what do you think? I'm going to go the opposite and say truth. Okay. We'll see. I just feel like both seems a little extravagant for Rockstar. Well, we got another E3 reveal, maybe. But I'm usually wrong, Katrina. So going against me is probably your best instinct. <laughs> I, I figure, wrong, you know, I figure if we bo- cover both, you know, uh, either way, we got a 50-50 shot. So. Someone's yeah, got yeah, it, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, speaking of E3 as well, a new Conquer game will be announced at E3. Hmm. I want it Who so bad to be Rare. true, but... <laughs> Rare? Who? And, you know, what they've done over at uh, Microsoft has been atrocious. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see Conquer defiled in this manner, but. Uh, I'll say truth. Nothing's sacred anymore. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be true. Okay. Then say true. But. You don't have to go against her all the time. It's not going against her. It's that, you know. That's true. It's, mm. By the odds, one of them I get correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say trash. Okay. Just because it's been so long. Yeah. And people love Conquer. I know, but yeah. exactly. People love Conquer and they have yet to make another one. So. Because because the company got taken over by Microsoft and they turned them into a yeah. atrocious garbage factory. <laughs> it's that's neither here nor there. Let me continue. Right. A sequel to Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle will be announced at E3. You remember that popular Switch game where Mario was fighting Rabbids? No, I do not. Kind of. But, no, I'm going to say trash. Aren't they working on the, the, the other thing, too? Like Mario Maker 2 or whatever? Yeah, but Ubisoft like Ubisoft could be doing this one. You know? And that could be the other um, unannounced game. I told you it was some oh, rabid shite. I'm still, I'm still saying it's just dance, but whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to stick with my answer. I'm going to say trash. Okay. What about you? I'm going to say trash. Okay. <laughs> just because <laughs> supposedly the Nintendo E3 list got le- leaked. Okay, so you're cheating. Yeah, I have it right here yes. on my phone. Why are you cheating? <laughs> this is not how this works. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wanted to bring it up cheat. because I don't know if it's true or not. Well, we don't know. So that's that's the game. We're just guessing yeah. and seeing if we yeah. get it right. But it, oh, okay, so see, by the odds, I get one right. Is there anything <laughs> interesting on there since you've? Well, that's actually what I was going to bring up. You know, when you were finished with your okay. Truth well, or let trash. me let me get through this last one and then you can bring it up. Okay. Uh, the last one I've got, and this is a big one now. Hmm. Episode one of Final Fantasy VII Remake will release in January of 2020. Of which remake? Of which one? The Final Fantasy Final VII Fantasy Remake. Seven. Because we got, uh, you know, the big reveal at the PlayStation State yes, of Play. Yeah. It's going to be at E3. Will I would it? hope 2021. No, no, no. 2020. So next year. Oh. January 2020. Oh, I don't know why that seems early. 
See, to I'm me, it seems truth. too freaking far away because we heard <laughs> they showed us well, this game like three freaking years ago. They did. Well, that's why I feel like it's too early. <laughs> because we haven't we been talking about it for, for 10 it. years yet, so it's not ready. No, yeah. no, no. Well, I, I would uh, hope that it would come out sooner. <laughs> but keep in mind now, they're doing this episodically. So all they have to do is release one half of the game. Yeah, that's true. So if this is episode yeah, I'm one. I'm going to stay with that. I think I said truth, right? I'm going to stay with Okay. That. I mean, at least it's just one half of the game because, you know, I had the original. It was like seven freaking discs. No, nah, it's three. It's three. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm okay. Sure. I, I bought it for my brother. It's three. <laughs> Why would you buy yeah, it kids, from your back brother? back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. You the discs. It wasn't just one freaking disc. So disc one yeah. is what they're releasing. Disc one. That'll, that'll be episode one. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah or nay, come on. I'll say truth. Okay. I want it to be sooner, but... All right. Well, what do you have over there that you're you're looking okay. at? Okay. So, apparently, the Nintendo E3 presentation was leaked, and it actually says on the paper that it's internal use only. But they have, uh, like, the list of the developers when the games are supposed to be coming out, and then the games themselves. And they have Animal Crossing Island Paradise. Well, what if what what if, are you just going to go through the entire list? Or are you I can't going, go through the. Well, entire I was going to say touch on ones that sound interesting. Okay, well, ones that sound interesting is well. First of all, they do have one well, that kind of caught me off guard, stuff. and it's supposed to be by Epic Games, and the release date is to be determined. What is it? It is Animal Crossing Battle Royale. And they actually have another Super Smash what? Brothers on here. See, no, I've, that that's got to be. I feel like someone's screwing with us on that yeah. list. Yeah, Animal Crossing well, see, Battle Royale. They have, yeah, they have From Epic Games. Come on, yeah, they have The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time HD, uh, Zelda Three: Link's Odyssey, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Metroid Prime Four. Astral what is the release date for that? For Metroid Prime yeah. 4 to be determined. Mm. Damn. By uh, Retro Studios. Um, I feel like that's a bogus list. I'm going to call it now. Yeah, because they have like three Legends of Zelda games on here. Well, and then we they have like of three freaking Fortnites on here too. No. But they have release dates for 2020, 2024, and 2031. No, that's bull. 2031. That's, a, that's BS. 2031. Technology is going to be way different by then. We're going to be plugging the games into our heads <laughs> yeah. at that point. That list is trash. Okay, so I'm going to move on to weird news because that's that's terrible. I'm going to laugh my ass off if Nintendo comes out with it. And you know it's what? True. If they do, then cool. But you heard it here first. That list is trash. Then you hear, yeah, I was just going to say, then you heard it here first. Uh, so I'm going to tell you a story first and i want you to see if you agree with me about what the weird part is here mm-hmm. okay now despite universal praise upon its release apex legends has seemingly let updates for their game fall by the wayside fans have been vocal about this and last week kfc gaming decided they wanted to chime in on their twitter by posting a meme of a character poking 
the Apex Legends logo with a stick saying, do something. Okay. So a developer from Respawn fired back to that tweet saying, Dearest brand, we've got tons of stuff coming, but it takes a little time. We can't hyper fry or flash flambe or crunch inject or whatever it is you do to your tasty fried bird flesh. This gameplay is handcrafted using old world techniques. Eat some chicken and we'll see you soon. Now, while this was a hilarious roast <laughs> by the developer, <laughs> the only thing I could uh, wonder afterwards is why the hell does KFC have a gaming account? <laughs> uh, you know, I only know about this one game and I didn't know that they were actually like in a foray to this thing. I thought it was just like this one off thing. So maybe they actually have a gaming thing, but they have a VR game called KFC the hard way. It's a free one that you could download on the Oculus store and maybe it's for Vive or what else too. It's very short. It's like 15, 20 minutes long. It's hilarious. Like you get locked in a room with a mechanical kernel and he's telling you uh, the secrets of the um, the recipe and you're forced to do the the recipe and make the chicken um, before you can um, escape the room. (laughs) What the shit? I saw it was free and downloaded it and played it. And it's actually, for one time through, it was it was funny. Mm. It was fun. An additional weird news bit about that is, uh, why the hell is that Twitter account based in the UK and not Kentucky? Oh, well, yeah, that's, I mean, hmm. uh, probably less expensive. Uh, I don't know. All right, uh, the next thing I have Everything here. has a UK division, I yeah. have found, so. All right, the next thing I have, all right, scene, okay, scene. Have you ever been in a situation where you're settling in for a sure thing only to have it blow up in your face in the worst way possible? Every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there were some moviegoers where this was a reality for them because they went to go see Detective Pikachu. Okay. Now, this story was chronicled, by the way, by Screen Rant's Ryan George, who happened to be at attendance to the screening of Detective Pikachu. There, were a the- there was a theater full of Pokemon-crazed children. They were all excited to see Pikachu and all the other Pokemon. And The movie started, or at least the trailer started. and The kids got to see a trailer for Annabelle Comes Home. Then the Joker, then Child's Play, and the kids are starting to be what? like, what the hell's going on here? And the parents are like, uh, what's going on? And then, you know, the movie starts, and it wasn't Pikachu they got to see, but they got to see about the first 20 minutes of The Curse of La Llorona, uh, which is a new horror movie. And in that time span, these kids got to witness the killing of a child. So, you know, that was memorable for them. Oh, my God. Oh, man. How many lawsuits are we going to hear about Yeah, you know, that was my question, too. Uh, As of right now, or at least recording, or when I reported, uh, there's no word of any impending lawsuits, but I'm sure they're coming. And uh, uh, hopefully the theater gave them some refunds, because once they found out about it, they shut the movie down and scuttled them off into another theater where the I'm surprised it took 20 minutes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think after the first Annabelle I mean, the trailer, somebody should have been like, "As soon as it, 
Yeah, this is just... as soon as that movie started, you think parents would have been like, "Ah, this is not the movie." Yeah. That. Nope. Just take your kids out. Be like, ah, da, 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 da. let's go, go, go. Yeah. So yeah. See, I, oh, I guess we wouldn't have been. I mean, I'm sure we'd have. It raised a red flag, obviously, but our kid doesn't really seem to be, you know traumatized by any horror movies or anything like that well see, she think, actually thoroughly enjoys them so. yeah i mean we've she's actually i know there's gonna be there might be some listener out there's like <gasps> she's watched yeah. me play mortal Kombat. yes she's watched the fatalities and stuff like that we've had discussions before like i feel like i can't remember what it was exactly but she we'd watched a, a scary movie one night are you talking about the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Was it that when she? That was the first scary movie she ever watched. No, no, no this is this the worst. No, this is recently. Oh, there, there was there was something that we watched. Um, I can't remember what it was, but there was something about it. When I went to put her to bed, she was just like, "Oh, I'm scared of this. I'm scared of this. Like something was going to come get her." And I had a quick oh. conversation with her that night. I was like, "Look, honey," I said, "Movies are make believe." I said, it's all pretend. It's not going to. And I, it hereditary? I made sure. Huh? Hereditary? Was it that? She watched that one with us. Well, watch. We didn't really let her watch. We, <laughs> disclose, we don't sit there and subject her to these movies. No. We don't kick her out of the room, <laughs> but we don't say like, watch this. But we, I've made it clear to her, this is all pretend. This is all make-believe. None of this is real. None of this is happening. Don't. Don't be afraid. You know, it's all yeah. pretend. So she and, seems to understand that. Yes. You know, like when she sees a, yeah. a fatality on Mortal Kombat, she's like, ew, yucky, that's gross. But she's not traumatized <laughs> by it either. At least I hope not. Maybe I'm yeah. maybe I'm well, doing something to her we'll, that's we'll going to give her PTSD in the years. <laughs> no, this child watched Friday, the first Friday the 13th. and Or not Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street. Good Lord. And when uh, Johnny Depp's character gets pulled down in the bed and blood just starts squirting up, she's probably, what, like a year old or something like that? that maybe. And she just stood in front of the TV and was, like, laughing and carrying on like it was just the funniest thing ever. And, like, she knows Jason and... I mean, she which she like, has a love hate relationship with Jason. She I've does noticed, because she <laughs> she wants to see him, but then it's like, ooh, Jason's scary. And I'm like, but you asked to watch it. You yep. asked to look at him. What's, oh, she loves him playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but again, keep in mind, we do not subject her to no. this. She's just running around in the room and stops and watches. Yes. I, I wanted to make that very clear. We're not telling her to sit down and watch these movies. No. But I can't keep her out of the room the entire time either. No. So, just saying, just saying. Uh, <laughs> let's play a little game of I'd buy that for a dollar. Sort of. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, do, do either of you have nostalgic feelings about the Game Boy? Yes. Sure. Okay. What, what about its predecessor, the Game Boy Color? I don't yes. think I ever had one. <laughs> okay. I think mine was just good old green on that's, black Game Boy. That's fine. Now, what if you could have the Game Boy Color by your side once more, but in watch form? Huh? Mm. Huh? Eh? The officially licensed Game Boy Color watch has that 
has functional buttons that you can press to set your time okay. and set an alarm because that's what watches do. Uh, and it actually, I know I'm probably not going to sell it well, it actually has less features than the original Game Boy watch that we talked about before uh, some time ago. Okay. Uh, so it's a little cheaper. Uh, in fact, it has less features that the screen is ironically monochrome. So, you know, if you were looking for a color watch, you know, you're not going to get that. But with that in mind, how much would you pay for this Game Boy Color watch that is monochrome, is not color, uh, but it's still a watch? It looks like a Game Boy Color. So the watch well, itself looks like a Game Boy Color or like the screen? Yeah, it, it looks like, like a Game Boy Color that you have on your arm. So, but it doesn't play the games. But it doesn't play games. It just, yeah. it looks like one and it... So, it's no different than like all those novelty watches and crap they've come out with for years. But it's but it's officially licensed. Mm. Well, if yes. it's officially licensed, I need to know that information because I I've <laughs> talked myself into believing it 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 helps me. Yeah. In debating the price, and it's never really worked in my favor yet. Um, ugh. One, I don't. This just seems gaudy. But if you like it, yeah. you know, more power to you. Um. Uh, $29.99. I'm going to say 50 Well, you're both getting a watch because it's $25.99. Ah, that's the closest Damn. I've been, I think, in a really long time. That's, that's really good. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to go deal with her See, I didn't quick. go exorbitant price because it was officially licensed this time. That's right. That's right. I was like, it's licensed, $10,000. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do some release dates real quick. What do we have? May 21st is a, um, wow, it's a busy, busy day for games. We have Team Sonic Racing for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Vader Immortal, Episode 1 for PC on VR. We have Everybody's Golf VR for PlayStation VR. Observation for PlayStation 4 and PC. Fission Superstar X for Xbox One and PC. Slay the Spire for PlayStation 4. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered for the Nintendo Switch. Cities Skylines Campus DLC for PC. Altier Lulua. 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 There we go. I found it. Altier Lulua. The Scion of Arland. For PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Dauntless for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. American Fugitive for PlayStation 4 and PC. Killing Floor Double Feature for PlayStation 4. Five Nights at Freddy VR Help Wanted for PC. Then we have the Resident Evil Origins Collection for the Nintendo Switch, which includes, which can be sold separately, uh, or which are sold separately, so you can get a collection or you can get them all whichever one you want, Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil, and Resident Evil 4 HD for the Nintendo Switch. There you go. Uh, On May 22nd, we have, uh, there's another word, Marinian, I nailed that, Marinian Tavern Story, Patty and the Hungry God for Xbox One, and Gunlord X for Nintendo Switch. Then on May 23rd, we have American Fugitive for Nintendo Switch, uh, T.T. Isle of Man for, uh, T.T. Isle of Man, gosh, right on the edge for Nintendo Switch, 
Wonder Boy Returns Remix for Nintendo Switch, Star Sky for the Nintendo Switch, Heroin Anthem Zero Episode 1 for the Nintendo Switch. All for the Nintendo Switch on May 23rd. Then finally on May 24th, we have Dollhouse for PlayStation 4, Sword Art Online, Hollow Realization, Deluxe Ooh. Edition for Nintendo Switch, Super Tennis Blast for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, American Fugitive for Xbox One, and Skelly Celest for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Who? Hmm. There's all the games. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited about any of them? Um, I'm excited about the Sword Art Online. I mean, there's plenty of that on yeah. the PlayStation. It would be awesome if they made it VR because, you know, the whole premises of Sword Art Online, because it's based off an anime, mm-hmm. is these people, you know, pretty much play a VR game and they get stuck in the VR world. So... That would be a great premise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get on that, guys. So we'll see. Well, I'm excited to tell you that it's time to play Name That Game! (laughs) (laughs) We're all listening to music right now. All right, I'm done. So... I've got, uh, how many games do I have here? One, two, and hey, you know, Lace, this will be the first time you're actually playing with someone. Right? So, uh, you know, you guys get to... So I can I can actually lose to another individual instead, <laughs> instead of against myself. Okay, now the first game, as I've said before, Katrina, I'll mm-hmm. explain to you and anyone who may be new to listening how this works. I pull the description from the storefront in which the game came from and then i'm going to explain it to you in the best way possible and try to keep it as accurate as possible but i may omit any information that could easily give you the title of the game but it's essentially the description Mm -hmm. as accurate as i can if i can keep it the same i will but whatever now this very first one here there was some broken english so i tried to keep it uh I tried to help in- interpret it in some way because <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, ah, well, okay. So I did my best to try and interpret it properly to what the game actually is. So you do your, uh, hopefully okay. you'll, you'll follow along. Understand. Yeah. Okay. In the, in this game, you play as an elf in an open world human city where your main goal is to capture and train a variety of beetles to use for battles against other players. You also need to cultivate an array of flowers and plants for the beetles, which can be used for basic food or to be used in recipes for potions to help increase the beetle's strength. Nurture and grow your beetle through three stages of evolution, explore the city to challenge the big bosses, and become king of the beetles. <laughs> so you're an elf <coughs> gathering beetles for battle. Pretty much. Okay. So is this A, beetle elf, B, elf in the city, C, king of beetle city, or D, beetle mon? 
I want it so bad to be freaking Beetle Mom because that was the first thing that popped into my mind. <laughs> well, I was thinking that would be a nice little ripoff, I guess, right there. Collect your beetles. Mm. I mean, um, it sounds like a whole ripoff. Do they throw the beetles at, you know, during battle and say, Beetle, blah, 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 I choose you? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say A. I'm I feel like we just got to go simple. C, the king of Beetle City. Okay. The answer is A, Beetle Elf. You Look did it. What? Good job. Usually I'm one, uh, I, I get one and that's oh, it. Oh, that was it. <laughs> there we go. I'm done now. I tap mm-hmm. out. I got to stop while I'm on top. All right. The next game. And, and I, I left some of the broken English in this one too. So just follow along. Oh, Lord. In this game, you are astronaut stuck in space after an alien object almost destroyed your space station and you have no equipment to come back to Earth. What are you going to do in open space until boredom kill you? Why not play race, football, space ball, survival, bomb and intestines? All played solo or with friends with lots of fun and wacky sound effect. Okay. Is this... I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it was too funny not to just leave hey, it that you way. Know, you gotta do what you gotta do. <clears throat> Is it A, space sports, B, in space no one can hear you fart, C, astroturf, or D, fatty space? Fatty? Yeah. I think I'm going to go A again. Hmm. Very simple. See, you say that, but all of these titles are terrible. Sound, yeah, freaking <laughs> awful. I'm going to go with B because why not? It already sounds super childish. <laughs> <laughs> Answer is D, fatty space. That has nothing to do with the freaking premises. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was uh, Steven's throwing this in here to throw me off. Yeah. All right. That's a terrible name for your game. It is. is. Well, it sounds like a terrible game, so. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot of. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? Yes. This game is a story-driven point-and-click adventure game filled with absurd and strange comedy about a man who's not just a man, but a clam. Intriguing, isn't it? But, to be more specific, this is the story of a man recently promoted to junior sales representative enjoying the comforts and leisure of lower, mid-level office work. However, things suddenly take a turn for the worst and he is cast into an adventure Full of danger, suspicion, and mystery. Join him as he unravels the conspiracy behind the tragic event that befalls him and fight to restore clammy justice to the world of Snacky Bay. Is this... Clam Man! Final answer. (laughs) Is this... A. Chowderhead B. The Wacky World of Snacky Bay C. Clam Man, or 
<laughs> or D, the clandestine tale of many pearls. Oh, my God. I'm going to stand by my answer. I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with Clam Man. I'm probably wrong, but it just worked out too well. I can't I can't back away from it now. I'm going to say B. Answer is Clam Man. C. Ha! Damn. I, I thought about omitting the man and clam thing yeah. because I felt like it would give it away, but I felt like it was also... I wanted to see if it could, if I could throw you off, but it, clearly I didn't. So, so well, we know now. I was if just, Lace is I honestly thought somebody. I was saying it as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's had two before. She's still got three more. She can get wrong. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten two. I feel like you did. I think I've been one and done okay. the whole time. I mean, we can we'll go see. Back and we'll check, see. But I'm pretty sure it was always just one. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Next one. In this game, your goal is to help a group of innocent creatures avoid all deadly hazards and get back home safely. Explore a bright and fun world filled with challenging puzzles centered on giving instructions to small creatures that can build, dig, and perform numerous activities that will allow them to survive dangerous elements such as guillotines and saws. Is this... A, dumb little creatures. B, pint-sized pinheads. C, sweet freaks of tomfoolery. Or D, mini mutant morons. I'm not sure I fully understand the description. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get some innocent creatures back home while avoiding death. Can you repeat the answers again? I'm sorry. No, that's fine. A, dumb little creatures. B, pint-sized pinheads. C, sweet freaks of tomfoolery. Or D, mini mutant morons. I want to go with D. I kind of like them all. (laughs) I, I, I feel like B is not it. I feel like it's too creative of a name. C. Answer with no confidence behind it. <laughs> the answer is <laughs> A. Dumb little creatures. Oh well. Oh, I almost did it in my head mm. too. <laughs> I knew better. All right. The next game is a story of a stupidly named yet fearsome pirate with a heart of gold. She is the lover of tiny and adorable creatures and charged by the spirit of a dead buccaneer to investigate the mysterious disappearance of a fleet of birds known as Spoonbeaks. Her adventure will bring her face-to-face with the nefarious Baron Widebeard as she uncovers corruption and wanton punning in in the barony of Meath. Is this A. Millie Featherbottom Freedom Wings B. Nellie Kudalot Spoonbeaks Ahoy C. Sally Two Trees, Mad About Ned. Or D. Goldie Finch and the Fleet of Widebeard. So I feel like I've got it narrowed down to two. I really like the one. And then if I go against my instinct, I'm sometimes right. So I'm going to say D. 
Okay. Mm. And then he's going to say the other one I was thinking it was. <clears throat> I'm going to say C. Answer is B. Nelly Kudalot Spoonbeak Damn Ahoy. It! In my head, I went B and D. I'm going to throw this out here, and I'm not going to say anything right now, but uh, if anyone can tell me what C is or where that's uh, kind of winking and nodding to, I'll give you a, a cookie because that was a, what was a little it again? In joke. Sally, two trees, mad about Ned. There's a little in-joke there. But I'm not going to tell anybody right I now. Was, I was thinking the TV show or whatever. But if anyone knows, add us at Super Mega Crash. Because I'd I'd applaud someone if they get it. Uh, The last game I have is this game is about a slime, a bubble, and lots of blood. You must control your slime through through a counterintuitive movement system while trying to get from the start of a level to its finish. Even doing a simple turn can be challenging. Also... Beware of spikes. They are dangerous. Touch one and you die. Is this A, blood is red, B, die and start over, C, bubble and slime, a love story, or D, spikes are dangerous? They're all freaking stupid. (laughs) I'm just going to go generic with D. Since it said, don't touch a spike in the description, I'm just going to go generic here. I'm going to say A. Answer is D. Spikes are dangerous. Look at that. I got three today. today. I got to stop playing this game. There's no way I can get better. Or you you need to play with someone because you did better with Katrina to bounce off with. Yeah. All right. It is time for our big discussion. For this week. Now, with the amount of movies based on video games uh, that are out in the world, one would assume that the ratio of good to bad would lean toward the higher amount being good, with the worst being kind of the oldest and the best being the newest, kind of learning from past mistakes. Well, that hasn't happened at all. Uh, it seems that mistakes continue to be made and lessons are never learned. So, With the release of Detective Pikachu uh, and critical praise being lavished upon it, in fact, in fact, fun fact for you, for you all, it is the only video game-based movie certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. The only one. We thought, as a group, uh, it would be fun to have a discussion about why this worked and maybe others didn't even though I would personally argue that others have as well. Uh, Now, we are omitting, in this discussion, animated movies because, one, most are Pokemon movies, from what i found, Mm -hmm. and, two, most are really direct interpretations to the source material, and I kind of feel like that uh, that works easy. So we want to focus on live-action adaptations, and that's what we really want to look at. So if we look to the past... As, as something that we can kind of relate this to in some way, superhero films have had a bad run of things, you know, when they first started. For decades, really all we had was Superman and Batman, and they were like the only two to have any success. But even then, right. it was like the first movie was really good, and then they all took a dive, and they all got worse. Mm-hmm. 
and then funny enough, now they can't even do that right together. <laughs> so just saying, it's too much don't at me. On. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, soon, you know, superhero movies, they found their footing. We had like X-Men kind of taken into this kind of semi-reality. And then everyone was like, well, we've got to make gritty and dark and all this other stuff. And then now, if you really look at it, Especially, I feel like more with Marvel movies more than mm-hmm. anything, they they embrace the their their roots. You know, they yeah. said no, we're gonna have direct comic book accurate costumes. We're gonna have you know storylines as accurate as we possibly can. They, I mean, they they've embraced it. They don't shy away from it like they used mm-hmm. to. You know, X Men. I guarantee you, when they show up in the Marvel universe, they're gonna have comic accurate costumes guaranteed guaranteed so anyway what's it gonna take here for video games to to do this because knowing seeing what we have with detective pikachu Mm -hmm. from what we know of it or at least i've never played the game I don't know if any of you have never played detective not never really did pokemon from what from what i've heard the story is fairly accurate to the source material. You know, like they just lifted it. They made a few tweaks mm-hmm. here and there just to kind of, you know, for the sake of the movie. But it's accurate to that story. And that's what they built upon. And I guess one could argue that already having a a narrative to, to kind of work off of gave them a benefit. But... Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I feel like that even then they could have screwed that up. Yeah. Because look at the Pokemon, for example. They could have easily turned those into Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I mean, atrocious-looking creatures where they were just like, mm-hmm. he's a mouse, so he's got to look like a mouse. We got to make him look like a mouse. You know, it, just turn him into a mouse, make it yellow, and then he's little. So this is Detective Pikachu in my hand. They could have easily done that because somewhere in their logic brain, they're just like, this is what it needs to be. But they didn't. Mm -hmm. They said, no, make them what they are. Embrace what it is. Just enhance it. And I felt like that helped the presentation of it all. I mean, they could have, again, easily given us comic or or, let's say comic video game accurate Pokemon and then botched the story. But something right. about this worked on so many levels. So why? Why can no one? Why has no one gotten this right before now? I guess that's what I'm asking. I feel like with Pokemon, they had a lot of source material to pull from. Not just the video games, but obviously the cartoon and everything too. And especially with how they look and how they interact with people. And even their sizes. Mm. Because... All the Pokemon that are in the movie are, I guess you could say, like the correct size. Because even in the cartoons and then, of course, in the video games, they tell you, like, how big your Pokemon are and all that kind of stuff. It's always measured up to the person. So I feel like it helps it a lot because Mm -hmm. then you don't have, like, these super huge Pokemon when you know they're supposed to be small. Or even with Pikachu, he was always, you know, he's big. Yeah. But he's not too big. And, I don't know, I feel like it works. Yeah. What about you, Lace? You got any input as to why you think it's working or not? Why it's working? I mean, 
I, I don't really know much about like the director or anything like that. I feel like when we see some where the people were actually fans mm-hmm. of the franchise, they seem to do it more justice. So maybe it, it, it was a case of the, the people involved in this. Um, and maybe they just were really good about paying attention to what fans were saying about what they absolutely loved about the game and being able to implement that in, in a fun way. Mm. I mean, the reason why everyone loved Pikachu is so freaking cute, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't yeah. you try to translate that well? Because, I mean, again, if he looked like the, you know, how everyone's saying about Sonic and stuff right now, I don't think it would have gone, you know, as well. Yeah. There would have been a huge Twitter I love that Twitter is now our basis on how the entire world feels, mm-hmm. but um, there would have been, you know, a little outrage there on that. Um, yeah, I think it's just probably paying attention to the source material, paying attention to what fans actually really enjoy about that franchise, and hopefully they were fans of the game so that they could uh, manipulate it along the way to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. And see, in kind of working off of that, what you said, the knowing the source material the worst offender i'm going to go ahead and bring him up because i guess when it comes to bad video game movies the first name that everyone remembers or thinks of is uve bowl the man has directed more video game based movies than anybody and he's not a good director i mean bar none just not a good director i went through his entire imdb page he has one movie that is regarded as his only good movie and it had a score of 6.3 everything else low 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 we're talking point you know two threes very low scores no one likes his movies his movies are garbage okay and even if you go through his movies on metacritic they are at the bottom of the rung postal only has a seven percent on rotten tomatoes that's the highest yeah. one. Okay? That's how bad his movies are. That's how people... And from what I hear, he has no idea about the source material. He doesn't understand the games. One of the worst implementations that I've heard about... And I didn't see the movie. I've seen bits and pieces, but I couldn't... I can't watch the movie. I, I just can't do it. The The movie, movie adaptation of House of the Dead apparently contains yeah. 32 clips from the video game implemented within the movie why would you do that that's that's one of those things that irritates me more than anything it irritated me about doom when they went into first person mode yeah just to show right. somebody shooting it's like look it's live action doom i don't care i don't care about But that. i think it can be done well and the reason why i say this is because look at nathan fillion's uncharted fan film yeah he did a nod to how you uh zoom in when you're about ready to shoot a character mm-hmm. But and did it really well. Did it well, but so it can be done. But again, he's a fan of the series, mm-hmm. and probably understood that that would be a you know a fun little nod right there that probably only true fans, obviously, of playing the game but a, would have mm-hmm. caught and went. You know yeah. what? That that was that was. But good. like you said, that was good. A nod because once yes, because we nod. were talking. So it can be done. Yeah. Just don't abuse don't it. abuse it. Because I was talking to Katrina about this uh, the other day after we saw Detective Pikachu about the nods. Yeah, you know about something like that because I felt like I don't remember seeing it in the the game or the movie at all. But 
it wouldn't have if there would have been a camera shot where you saw maybe like a camera sweep going behind a Pokemon and then the other Pokemon like they were battling off. Mm-hmm. They kind of did something like they do in the the Game Boy game. If it was just a, a camera sweep, you know, just one little shot like that, it was like I ah, you see that it's like in the game. Yeah. If it was done right and paid homage to that, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made me mad. It wouldn't have been like come on guys. But when going back to Doom. Uh, there was a whole sequence dedicated to it, and it's like, God, come on! What is this about? Right. What is this? Uh, what are you doing? You know, there was no benefit to that scene do, do whatsoever. There were so many ways yeah, you could have yeah, done that, but they—they, they, I felt like that was a scene that was just, we're going to put in an entire sequence of just watching a shotgun shoot down some demons. Yeah. Why? Just give me yeah. the real action. I don't need this garbage. So, there's that. You know, and. I know I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to get frustrated about it. Anyway, I know Uwe Boll didn't do that, but you know he's he's been responsible. There was that he did Alone in the Dark, which from what I've heard is his absolute worst. Which was like the worst of the yeah. worst of the worst. Yeah. Uh, I did Blood Rain. Uh, I said Postal. There was. A, I think that was about it. I think finally, eventually, they said, "No, nah, we're done." There. Oh, there was one other one that was just surprising to me. There was one called "In the Name of the King: A Dungeon Siege Tale." Yeah. I was really surprised that this was a failure, considering the talent that was in it. I looked this up. It had Jason Statham as the lead. Then you had actors like Lily Sobieski, John Reese Davies, Ron Perlman. Claire Falani, Matthew Lillard, Ray Liotta, and even Burt freaking Reynolds. Wow. And it was dis- like I feel like they 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 maybe had to get that star power. But this was the, I, I went and found a review to kind of get an understanding because I've never seen it, but I was just like, how the hell was this a, yeah. a failure or a flop? It was described as a crude lump of plastic version of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. As an off-brand sword and sorcery epic that cuts so many corners, it's probably a safety hazard. So okay. it's apparently a very, very, very cheaply made crap movie, and it, uh, apparently even had a an original runtime of over three hours before they. Oh dear yeah. God! So the, you couldn't even cauterize the bleeding. No. Half. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, obviously it takes a lot more than just a good cast to make a good movie. Clearly. (laughs) Because even, I mean, obviously people going back to like Detective Pikachu, people were so excited about Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like Ryan Reynolds made that movie. No. I feel like if it was anybody else who voiced him, I mean, it would still be an awesome movie. They did it right. And it's not just... The people who were in it, but even, you know, coming back to like the CG and stuff like that, it was amazing yeah. CG because one of my problems with mm-hmm. CG is when you can look at something and it doesn't look any type of realistic, mm-hmm. like even freaking Garfield movies, like when he would pick up Garfield and it just looked like, oh, I'm just holding like nothing. But every time they would interact with the Pokemon, you could believe that they were interacting with them. Yeah. So it's not just, you can put amazing freaking actors and actresses in a movie and still get a shit movie. And you know what? I'm going to bounce off of that uh, since you brought that up because I've got, in defense of certain movies, one in particular that I would say, if you watch this movie for any reason, you watch it for one actor. 
and that's the original Street Fighter movie. It's it's mm-hmm. one of those hot messes of garbage where they try to cram in so many characters mm-hmm. and just like, ah, that's that guy from the game. See him, see him. And he's just like, yeah, but what are they really bringing to this movie? You know, you've turned a character like Zangief into a big dopey idiot. It's like, <laughs> what's what's the point? But Raul Julia plays M. Bison in that in that movie, and you, everybody may okay. remember him more as Gomez Adams from the Adams Family movies. Mm-hmm. Dude is he's just owning that role. He is the reason to watch that movie. Screw Jean Claude Van Damme and his stupid French American guile, you know, because <laughs> guile is supposed to be American, and yeah. he's all I'm. I look at me, I'm guile. I'm coming after you, or that stupid. Ah, oh God. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Raul Julia. This is this is literally one of his last movies because he passed away. Uh, I think right after mm-hmm. they finished filming, and he's the reason to watch that movie because he's just so good. He's he's hamming it up. He's he's just owning it. You know. So I would mm-hmm. give you a recommendation there. I would even say, and I know a lot of people give this movie grief, but you know what? I'm going to defend it. Super Mario Brothers. If you can, if you right. can look past, I understand <laughs> it's not owning the source material, and this may seem to counterpoint my argument that they are that they are not owning the source material because I feel like a lot of them don't have faith on it. But the the people who acted in it, they were really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, they gave it their all. Yeah. You know, Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, they all did really good. So I'm not I'm not faulting them for the movie. I have heard a tumultuous amount of garbage as to why this movie failed from bad scripts to rewrites to lack in the source material, all this other stuff. Apparently the script originally was a dark realistic movie. Okay. Yeah. And then when they like the the mushroom kingdom that we see or whatever the hell Koopa Land, that was supposed to be the dark mm-hmm. realistic version that they were supposed to be shooting for. And then somewhere mid-production, they were like, uh, we need to shift tone a little bit. And that's why we get this dark, gritty world, but this campy, goofy tone, because they didn't know which direction they were going. It's like They well, just needed to commit to yeah. one side or the other. And they other, were just yeah. like, well, we've already built this, so let's just do it. You know, So there, there was a lot of problems. So I don't... I don't fault the actors for it. They'll they'll deny it up and down. They'll say, "Nope, I don't." Uh, this is the worst piece of shit that I ever did. But I feel like you can find fun in it. You know, I feel like you can enjoy oh, for it for sure for for something other than being Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it has a, a bit of charm. I I will. I've watched it several times. I don't hate it. You know, but it could be better. I mean, yeah. I sure. love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only problem I ever had with it was the Goombas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But other than that, I mean, Yoshi being how he was and Mm. even the dark world and stuff like that. Like, I still, I don't know. I guess I couldn't see it working in like an actual big open, you know, Mm. running around giant fields and shit like that. But... Well, it almost I makes me wonder, it. like, if I they made it, it now, because this was what, like, early '90s, yeah. right? And see, and we like with the tech that we have today, I'm wondering if they could make it. I feel like they could, good. done right. But I mean, don't rely on tech, no, obviously. No, no. But I mean, I feel like they could if done right with the right script. Because I'll tell one of one of my favorite scenes in that movie is not in the Mushroom Kingdom. There was a moment uh, at the beginning of the movie where 
Mario and Luigi are on a double date and they're just sitting there talking yeah. about it and you see that kind of brotherly connection between them just talking about their past mm-hmm. and everything. I love that scene. I love that scene between yeah. them because, you know, Luigi's just sitting there going on about how Mario raised him and stuff like that. I, I don't know what it is about that scene, but I love it because you just see this yeah. genuine connection between the two. You know, that's what they need. And I think that's what the script was supposed to be, if I remember correctly. It was supposed to be about them. Just like this brother carrying his brother. And I feel like you had kind of a clean slate, right? Because there's no, like, huge backstory. But they, I mean, they kind of built off of it a little bit. But again, if if it was a story about an older brother trying to carry his little brother, you know, in a hypothetical sense, that's what the story was supposed to be about. And somewhere it derailed, you know, the core basis of what this is supposed to be about. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I give it a lot more credit than a lot of other people do. Like you said, you, you do as well. Um, I've argued numerous times on this show, Mortal Kombat is a solid adaptation simply because it doesn't overdo it. And then that's where its sequel failed because it overdid it. It, it tried too hard. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I mean, I wrote down a list of uh, different video game movies that I, you know, just to kind of, if we needed to touch on... Um, I think we've mentioned Assassin's Creed in the past. It was just kind of dull. I feel like if they'd have stuck to the past stuff, it would have been better. And I understand there was this story because the games do it too, but you spend more time in the past, (laughs) you know, in the games. So take that as your, your cue. I felt Rampage was good. The more interesting aspect. I felt like Rampage was good. (laughs) What's that? with the rock and a lot of people are like it's just dumb stupid fun yeah but that's what the game is too yeah you're just smashing buildings so they did exactly that you know what else do you need and that was one game that me and my sister played Mm. but i think (coughs) the anomaly that i would like to discuss real quick i guess before we kind of (laughs) time out with it all is resident evil how the hell did that get six movies like, I remember watching the first one and saying, this is absolute trash. And talking about not really yeah. owning your source material, this movie spit- Yeah, it was just basically in that world and that was Yeah, that. it just spit it out. But see, they do that crap with <coughs> maybe non-video game movies route. and everything, too. I mean, it's just, you're going to have people that love these stupid, over-the-top type movies- And And I feel like Resident Evil, the reason it has such a backing is because I'm sure the people who started watching it love the games, Mm -hmm. but. And you know, know. there are, there are fans for all sorts of things and somehow this found its footing somewhere. I don't know how it it, it blows my mind. Or it just kept making just enough. Yeah. But I mean, you got to give it credit to the director. He he definitely knows how to keep his wife uh, acting. Because boy, he he built a franchise around her. Who's his wife? The yeah. uh, the main actress. What's her name? Mila Jojovich. Mila Jovovich. Oh, is that uh, Lilu? Yeah, Lilu yeah. Bula. <laughs> From the Fifth Element. If you don't know what we're talking about, I love that movie so much. I know much. you do. <laughs> you bring that up around her, and she'll do. go crazy. Oh, I fucking love the Fifth Element. So. Mm. I mean, I don't really know if we kind of covered any grounds as to why. I mean, what what is it that's going to make these work? The the next two that are coming out, we see a Sonic the Hedgehog, and then after that, it's going to be Monster Hunter, and both, both, already seem like they they are failing. And well, I don't. I, I even feel like if 
Sonic had looked like Sonic? I'm not even talking about that. Did the trailer as a whole, even if he looked accurate, would it have enticed you at all? Well, I feel like it might have enticed a little more if they hadn't of... I mean, the first thing that people complained about was obviously them playing freaking Gangster's Paradise. And that just, I mean... (laughs) Which I did think was an odd choice, yeah. There's there's not been one single explanation for that whatsoever. So many people on the internet. I have been so happy to hear so many other people saying, what is that about? Is there something I missed? (laughs) No. Right. Clearly not. I feel like it's a very simple story you could do. My biggest problems with the trailer, and obviously they haven't explained a lot of it. I know they're supposed to be going back and redoing how Sonic looks. But beyond that, I mean, the story. I, I mean, know, but- I mean, yeah, beyond that. I mean, first of all, the rings. I, I talked about you with that is now they like open freaking portals or yeah. something, which is just weird. Uh, two, Again, I didn't I know think Sonic got to be a fan so of the material, to- man. I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I didn't know Sonic could move so fast to, like, basically stop time. Yeah, never got that either. Which was really weird. And then three, the fact that the uh, doctor, Mm. uh, he's now working with the government, which just seemed I mean, they're the ones who bring him in to stop (laughs) Sonic. So if he goes mad, whose fault is that? You know, you brought him here. Well, he already kind of seems mad. But he works for the government. I, exactly, so and he's that's what I don't understand. For them. The government's already so, shit, so this yeah. is not this is not new. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing about that movie that. I mean, as of right now, Jim Carrey would be the only reason I would see the movie. Yeah. And I'm just glad to see him back in. But even that's just yeah. not. Because you know it's we're going to get a bunch me. of Sonic, and you know what, and I. Because, I mean, I've seen that Jim Carrey, so yeah. to be fair, it's not even a selling point for me right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I love James Marsden, I, the guy who's playing opposite Sonic. I mean, dude always yeah. seems to get stuck in these well, shit I mean, movies. <laughs> He's yeah. such a good actor. Well, he doesn't get well, stuck. Well, maybe he, he likes them or needs a new agent. I don't know. Yeah, that, you know? I mean, he obviously accepts them, so. <laughs> and then I'm going to pivot to Monster Hunter. Which is also being directed from, oh if I remember correctly, being directed by the guy who did the Resident Evil franchise. Uh, and, he, of course, his wife is in it, you know. But no. what are they doing? They, they're they not putting it in the Monster Hunter world specifically. It's got to be real world, Monster Hunter. is The world is separate. And I don't under I feel like that is a complete lack of faith in the source material. Because the world itself can work. Yeah. Why do we need real world Monster Hunter? We don't. The world it, itself can yeah. work. Build off of that. I just right. don't, I, I already feel like it's going to be a failure. I'm not going to like it because of that. Because it's just it's right. such a it's it's a trope that is getting old. Like when they used to do cartoon characters coming into the real world like Fat Albert and stuff like that. It's like, "Why?" Just tell the story of these characters. It doesn't have to be some transitional garbage between worlds. You have no faith in this character and what they are and what they are about yep. to tell a story within their own world. So you have to take them out of it. That's ridiculous. I, you could literally make a yeah. movie based off of any of the games. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's yeah. a freaking 
I guess a town, I guess you could kind of call it a village, bringing in an outsider to help solve their problems. Like that's the biggest thing. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's an easy freaking movie to do, but apparently not. It sounds like I've even, I've even said that like a legend of Zelda movie, you can just pick and choose elements from certain games, combine that into a movie. You could take Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess but, you know, like the, the village farm boy element of Link mm-hmm. in Twilight Princess. Combine that with the Ocarina of Time, him having to go to the castle mm-hmm. and getting swept up into Ganondorf's plan to try and usurp the throne. There's your movie. There's your movie. Yeah. You know, he just learns about his destiny. He just happened to be a farm boy who didn't know what to do. And then he gets swept up and he's the hero. Boom. There's your movie. Basic. Simple. As long as they don't make him yeah. super cheesy like the freaking cartoon did. Yeah, so. well, we're not going to get into that. But <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, what we're trying to... T- I, I feel like movie companies, studios, executives, all these people who want to do these properties, who want to make these movies, they need to trust the source material. I understand certain games, like we said Super Mario Brothers, really doesn't have a backstory. So you're going to have to make that. But trust what your characters mm-hmm. are. Trust what makes them popular and build upon that. You know, make something. Detective Pikachu works because you took the source material and you made it work Mm -hmm. on screen. You didn't try to change it. You didn't try to tweak it. You accepted. This is the world. Pokemon and humans live together. They work together. And you should do that more because the reason why those games are popular is because of what's in that game. Yep. And if they wanted... We don't need to create a whole new thing for it. And... I know that there's been talk about doing a spinoff based on the original games. If you don't want to follow Ash Ketchum, that's fine. But follow that basis. A trainer, a young boy, a trainer on his journey. Yeah. Then build off of it. But do not change a thing from that point on as far as the world around that character. Just embrace it. They embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, there's... There's so many Pokemon trainers and stuff like that they can, I guess, make a movie off of or anything like that. Yeah, so I feel like, uh, yeah, we we go on all day about this, but embrace your characters. (laughs) It's easy to do, right? Embrace what you can do, and I don't know. We we'll, we'll stop right there because I I, we can't can't really go on any farther. I don't really know what more we can say, but. There we go. We've said it. We've we've said all we can about it. So um, anyway, guys, that's our show. Hope you if you've got any opinions about this, throw them our way. Yes, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. You can add us at Super Mega Crash. Give us your opinions on f- video game movies and all that. Uh, find us on Instagram. You can view our weekly icon art. We're really going to have an awesome one this week, if I may say so myself. Yeah. Uh, shoot us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com or read it on the show or you can add us as like work did and we'll read that on the show too uh, support our show by leaving a like button or pressing that like button you can leave reviews on your preferred platform you can even go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions and chuck in a buck uh, should you want to share the love you can tell your friends to find us on the pencil and paper podcast network found on apple Podcasts, podbean spotify google play stitcher or spot bean where we are number one and the only <laughs> podcast on that platform the only podcast that's why we're number one the only one thank you so much for listening i am stephen white i'm lacia finley i'm katrina white join us again next time super mega crash siblings
But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.